This episode is about one of the biggest challenges for sensitive entrepreneurs and highly sensitive people in general and how to shift it. The challenge I speak about is people-pleasing. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions, as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. So you probably know the feeling of doing something just because you want someone else to be happy or to keep harmony. You probably know what, how it feels to sacrifice your own beliefs, your values, your needs just for the sake of harmony or the seeming happiness of another person. I have to say welcome to the club. I have been there. I have been the queen of people pleasing and most of my clients know that as well. So in this episode, I want to talk about what is people pleasing and how does it show up? Then why do we do it? Like what is the reason for us to people please? What's the sense behind it? And why do we need to let go of it? So what is the win of having healthy boundaries instead of keeping on people pleasing? And last but not least, how can we shift people-pleasing into a better or more healthy behavior? Okay, so what is it? First of all, I want you to know that it is okay to want good things for people. So when we speak about people-pleasing, it is less about becoming the opposite and becoming really mean to people and not be compassionate anymore. People-pleasing means it's kind of an unhealthy behavior. It's just over the top. You sacrifice yourself for the sake of other, people happy, other people's happiness or other people's harmony in general. You let go of taking care of yourself and you shift totally into the opposite. So people-pleasing means it is out of proportion. It does not mean that it's not good to be compassionate and to take care of the emotions of other people and so on. People-pleasing is just on the other end of the spectrum, meaning holding back on yourself and being nice to other people through sacrificing yourself, basically. As the word says, you please others, you are always nice, you never say no, you don't share your own opinions, your values, your, you don't say no, you don't, like you are not yourself, basically. And you don't do what you necessarily want, but what you think others want to see and hear from you. It's not even that you know that for sure. You just act on this idea of this is how they want me to be and this is how you then behave. And you try to keep harmony, so you don't do anything that would create conflict. Like people pleasers are really perfect in not going into conflict. I have been there, believe me even though it means not voicing your own needs and opinions. Like you don't even go into conflict in order to express your needs. You let others overstep your boundaries over and over again. And of course, there is a level um, where you might be. Some people are like just a little bit into people pleasing and some people go into the full spectrum. 
like my former self did. And then you can obviously see or look into different areas. You can go um, and be a really look into friendships and partnerships. You can be a big people pleaser there. That means you always say yes and you never say no. You have a problem voicing your own needs and you constantly do what you think they want and need. And you become kind of wishy-washy, you know, quite like a slippery person. You're like people can't grab you anymore. They don't know who you are actually. Because you don't voice it, you don't express yourself and you don't take a stand for yourself and you're basically available for every behavior people show towards you. And you can also go into business and have a look there. It might be that you don't have boundaries there. You say yes to whatever behavior your clients or your prospects bring to you. You have no ability to say no. You, for example, work the whole day and night. You don't charge your worth. You don't ask for the sale, also a big one. And you want to save and rescue your clients. You're super soft with them. You don't challenge them. You always think, you know, like, I need to please them. I need to be nice to them. And this is how they grow. And you totally misunderstand that sometimes they need to be challenged and you need to see the potential in them and hold them accountable to that potential. This is what it is, basically. And you can see, you can go through different areas of, of your life and, um, and see where it shows up. Does it show up in business? Does it show up in friendship and partnerships? Does it show up with people in the street, like people you don't even know? Like, do you, if someone cuts the, the queue in front of you, do you say something or do you keep silent just to not create conflict? Do you voice your opinion? Do you like discussions or do you keep your, your voice for yourself? Yeah. And now the next question is, why do we do that? Like, what the heck? What's the reason? Why do we do that? It doesn't sound very healthy, does it? So you have to understand there are two sides to it. You as a sensitive person, it is a trait of you to be nice to be people because you feel them. And on the other side, there is the unhealthy, the unhealthy part. And this comes from your limiting beliefs and your shadows. When we think about your sensitivity, I want to quickly explain that to you. You as a sensitive person, you sense more, you have less filters. So you have to process more sensory input. And this can be that you hear more, that you see more. So a person in front of you, you will quickly see and feel and hear more than other people when it comes also to their reactions, to their emotional state of being. And some of you are empaths, so you feel deeply what another person is feeling at that moment. It might even be challenging for you to understand, are those actually my feelings or are those the feelings of the other person? And that means you feel the emotions of that person, the good ones and the bad ones, or the happy ones and the sad ones, much more strongly than the average person. And obviously, it's super hard to see others suffer. And of course, you need to understand that you can't make anyone else suffer. It's always their experience and their choice. And still, you will feel their pain and you try to avoid it, obviously, because you want to lighten their burden. And that is okay. So you have to understand that your sensitive trait is not there to, or you don't need to let go of that. That's beautiful. You as a compassionate person and as someone who can sense the feelings of someone else, that's a powerful gift. And we don't want to take that away from you. And 
still you can see how you can understand that it's not always the best. You can feel the feelings of the other person and that can be hurtful for you sometimes. And you need to learn to understand that you can't take that away. You can't take their experience away. You can feel it and sometimes you still need to let them be where they are. You don't have to react on every feeling you have with another person. So that's a big one to understand that and to know that your sensitive trait is beautiful. You will feel more and compassion is amazing. That's the healthy way of having that trait. And the other side is your limiting beliefs, your shadow, your unhealed parts of, for example, not feeling enough, not being worthy, not feeling worthy, or fear of rejection, fear of conflict. And I will tell or I will name some more. This is the part which we want to deal with. This is the part where you can let go of this unhealthy way of being with other people. This is the part we can work on. What else comes up? For example, what I said, not enough. I don't feel enough. Of course, you will never be able to charge your worth because you feel unworthy. You feel like nothing. And if you just charged like one euro per hour or something, it would still not feel aligned because you feel like zero or you feel actually like I have to give people money so that they listen to me or something. And if you don't heal that part. If you don't work on that part, this will always show up in interactions. Fear of rejection, fear of conflict. I already mentioned that. Lack mindset is a big one. This idea of no one will buy from me or no one will love me. This obviously leads to I will do whatever so that the other person perhaps likes me. I will do whatever because I am lacking that and I need the other person to fill my cup basically whether it's a client or it's a loved partner or friend. And then there is this need and desire for approval and belonging. And you sacrifice everything in order to belong and to be approved. So this is the part we can work on. You can keep your sensitivity, please. <laughs> and you can let go of shadow. You can let go of those limiting beliefs. And then you will be able to please someone, you know, you, you will be able to say, yes, I do that for you. Even though perhaps I don't really feel like it and still I decide I want to do that for you now. And you decide out of power and not out of powerlessness and neediness. That's all the difference. So keeping your sensitive traits and healing your limiting patterns, your limiting beliefs, your unworthiness, your need for approval means just to still be super compassionate, to still be able to decide to be there for others. However, from a place of power and not from a place of powerlessness and neediness. Yeah, so why do we need to let go of it? I basically just answered that. <laughs> well, you will let go of the negative aspects of people pleasing and being there for other people. And you will let go of acting out of shadow and out of your own limitations. That means for others, they will get your real version now. They will get your full version. They will get everything, not this watered down version, this kind of like tiny fraction of you. They will get all of you, all of your emotions, because all emotions are beautiful. And your clients will get your upgraded version. By the way, 
it's really funny i needed to learn that as well you teach them what you are it's not only what you teach them in your skills you teach them what you are who you are so you either teach them healthy boundaries or you teach them people pleasing so if you are a people pleaser also in friendships in every area of your life if you keep on acting as a people pleaser you will teach other people how to behave in that way as well instead of having healthy boundaries for example i had this issue in my business i let people like out of the contract or they didn't have the money so they didn't pay in time whether that was the case or not i just let them do it and it brought me in huge financial crisis and then i needed to shift that understanding that me letting them do that and myself going into crisis i taught them exactly the same thing so i made them responsible i held them accountable then i said this invoice needs to be paid and i explained why i told them me not doing that me not letting you slip out and pleasing you thinking this is the good thing to do i actually teach you to do the same and if you do the same you will end up where i am now and that means a huge financial crisis so you need to keep other people accountable to their decisions and to their contracts whatever this means if this means financial wise if this means emotional wise and you speaking to that potential in them you can help them to upgrade themselves if you keep on speaking to that small child in them to that person who can't afford you to that person um, who can't deal with your strong emotions who can't deal with your no guess what you're really hurting that person as well you're not only hurting yourself you're hurting that person in order like when you let go of the people the negative people pleasing trait you're really holding people accountable to a higher level of consciousness and expression and you raise your standards and you raise your belief in them if you keep on keeping your full self from other people that just means you don't fully trust the other person to really keep up with you yeah as i just said you need to let go of it because you're hurting yourself with it and you're hurting the other person you think that you're being nice to them and actually you're hurting them now last but not least how can we shift it you probably have understood by now that letting go of the negative traits of people pleasing is really helpful not only for you for your business for all the people you have contact with your partner your family your kids your parents like for everyone if you have healthy boundaries it's just amazing acting out of power and stepping into compassion out of power is amazing to let go of neediness and needing other people to step up for you needing other people's approval like to let go of that it's just beautiful what comes first is awareness that's a huge big step forward already because when you then do it when you then do people pleasing again you will in that moment already cringe and see like mm, i did it again so it becomes harder to do it because you have this awareness now of like actually that's not the best thing to do moving it from the unconscious to the conscious is the first step forward and now after having listened to that episode you already have more awareness of that and you will you will see it more in your life when it shows up and then you go step for step 
it's a process and it's not a single shift in behavior. You have to understand that. It's not, now I stop being a people pleaser. Now I step into my full expression. Now I'm still compassionate and I just, I say no whenever I mean it. It's not one, it's one decision, but it's a process because you have been trained or you have been training yourself for ages this old behavior, this people-pleasing, usually it starts early on, you know, those limiting beliefs, all that stuff we speak about, or we call it the imprint, the imprint period between the age of zero and seven. All that stuff usually stems from that period. And then it gets like toppled up in later times of your life, you know, with new experiences, which still click with those old experiences you had. And then They become bigger and bigger and they become the pattern of how you lift, how you live and how you act. So give yourself time, start small and know that's a process. It's not one thing you need to shift in a day and then it's gone. Go step for step for step. And that means to work on yourself and your limiting beliefs and shadow. Because when you deal with the stuff in yourself, you know, you are not searching in the outside anymore because you feel it in the inside. So when you, for example, shift that belief of unworthiness into utter and full worthiness, into, full, into a full feeling and belief of your own worthiness, you won't need that approval of others anymore because you already feel it inside. And this will help you to say no in situations because you don't need that approval anymore. You go out there with your program. You go out there with your offer. You say what you really want in that moment because you don't need the approval anymore because you already feel it inside. That means you can let go of the behavior, basically. There are many, many different tools how to do that. I really love journaling. I really love journaling out what you, your negative beliefs and then shift them into positive beliefs. You can even voice record your positive beliefs. Like there is a lot of shadow work, amazing shadow work, how to do that. So you could go deeper into that. Another thing is to feel into your needs and desires, become crystal clear on them because most of the people, they have actually no clue what they need and want. They just come from this place, oh, I don't like that. But what do I actually like? They have no clear understanding of themselves. So you could also journal out that if you have no clarity on that or use your, your way of um, getting clarity on that. Journal out your new beliefs, make voice recordings of that. And then practice, practice, practice. Start small, as I already said. Share your opinion or... Use a safe space to start practicing saying no. So don't go into dangerous situations where it's really about a person is saying, like, if you say no now, I'm going to leave you or something. Like, start with small situations, whatever. A person is offering you a coffee and usually you just take the coffee even though you don't really like it. And just, you know, to make the other, feel, the other person feel good, you say, yes, thank you for the coffee. So say no. Practice saying no. Usually the fear is the biggest part. It's not the doing itself. It's the fear of it. So that means, yes, to grow your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone, step for step, in tiny steps. And obviously get a coach. Don't do it alone. It's a huge 
catalyst for change and bringing your unconscious beliefs and your unconscious behavior into your consciousness and shift it there. And obviously a coach can guide you much quicker through those rapids than you can do yourself. And for example, in business, you can introduce your working hours. And if you have been working 24-7, you can send out a message to your clients and say, actually, from next month on, I'll have my working hours from time A to time B. I'm available then. And you can um, yeah, ask those people who need to pay their invoices to do it. It starts with you. And you will understand if you also explain things to people, also to explain to your family why you are saying and doing something now. It becomes understandable for them. It won't be a problem anymore. It will be okay. And there might be some wiggle in the beginning. However, if you keep going and keep being in your new standards and acting out on your new standards, those will become the new normal for other people. And they will see you in that light. We want you or I want you to show up from a place of power instead of a place of powerlessness and neediness. Okay. In this episode, I talked about people-pleasing. What it, I first explained what it is and how it shows up, that you always take care of the needs of other people first. You don't take care of yourself. You hold back on your own emotions, your own opinions for the sake of harmony, for the sake of other people's feelings, even though you don't even have a clue if that is what they want. You just project that onto them, basically. And then I explained why we do it. Once the one side being that we as sensitive people feel more and also want to take the burden from other people when they feel bad, when they feel pain. And we have to actually understand that we are not always doing them a favor. However, this is the part we want to keep. We want to keep our sensitivity. The, the second part, the limiting beliefs and the shadow we carry around with us, this is what we want to work on. This is what we want to, to lift. Why do we want to let go of that? And what is the win of it? It is that healthy boundaries teach other people to have healthy boundaries as well. We basically raise the consciousness of all the people we have to do with. And we act out on our full version, on our full version of ourselves. We don't act out of shadow and our negative beliefs. We act out of our power and our compassion for everyone and everything, also ourselves. And this makes the difference. You can decide which consciousness you want to play in. It's both okay. But acting out of this freedom-oriented, like when you let go of limiting beliefs, you will create so much more freedom, passion, love, money, joy, happiness, whatever you want to have in your life. So I really question who would not like to have that instead of acting out of your limited version, basically. And then the last part, I spoke about how to shift from people-pleasing into healthy behavior. I gave you many different ways of doing that. Awareness being the first key, and then going in tiny steps, celebrating yourself for when you already feel you have shifted is a big one as well. I haven't mentioned that before. And um, seeing, the, seeing the power of having healthy boundaries, 
using journaling, using voice recording, using your own ways of dealing with limiting beliefs to change them, like do the internal work basically, and then practice it step for step in the outside, saying no in safe situations, voicing your opinions, voicing your needs, and so on. So this was my episode on people pleasing and how to shift that. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Please also subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And you can apply for a discovery call with me to discuss your current situation and questions. And I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for listening and until the next episode. Much love, Lydia.